Podcast about a grandma and her grandson playing video games and uh, talking about them. I can hear you smile when you say that. <laughs> grandma and her grandson. It's it's pretty amazing. It's uh it's definitely something that not many people get to share with their their family like we get to do. Yeah. Because uh, there's there's three generations of us playing. It's me and my uncle, your son. Yep. And you. All right. Um, and there are others. My brother plays, and uh, your sister plays, and well, things like that. But there's, there's... she's kind of where I was about twelve years ago. <laughs> sure, <laughs> just starting out. Yeah, um, yeah. So we uh, we wanted to do a podcast and just talk about I don't know how games have impacted us across yeah. something that we really love. Yeah, <laughs> and something that we do like on a daily, if not weekly basis, right? On a weekly, if not daily, basis yeah. is how that actually goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've been playing games. Well, we this is this is the intro, right? So yes. we should we should probably clarify um, or talk about where most excuse me kids, where it started. Most kids in the last thirty years have grown up with a controller in their hand of one sort or another, mm-hmm. and their parents stood around benevolently watching them, going, "Isn't this cute? Isn't this quaint?" And then somewhere along the line. Um, well, when Ben was in high school, every now and then his friends would come over and we'd be playing, uh, um, Street Fighter. They'd put the controller in my hand and I'd go, spam, 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 and I'd just, you know, wipe everybody out so his friends would go, oh, no, Ben, your mom wants to play. But, <laughs> but I never learned how to do anything and not like, you know, up, down, up, down, right, 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 you know, do yeah, the supers. No, I, I never, just... I never got into fighting games because I was bad at them. <laughs> but, okay, so then, then, um... Wipeout came along. Man. And that was a blast. And every now and then I could get in the zone and I could do it pretty well. I'll never forget one time I was playing it and uh, beat Jordan, your little brother, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then th- this for your audience. And then and then your other brother came in and our, said. Our audience. Yeah, uh-huh. And so then, so then Ian came in and he goes, Jordan. You were just beaten by your grandma. How does it feel to be beaten by your grandma? <laughs> His face was shame-faced. So, um, <laughs> we didn't clarify, but okay. my name's Caleb. Oh, yeah. Um, and my grandmother's name is Christy. I will call her Nan the whole time, or Nanny, because that's what I call her. Um, you'll get over that eventually. <laughs> um, but so when... Where do we start? Yeah. So the the reason this podcast seemed interesting to us was because of what we've already laid out, right? That, right. that there's a, a three generations of Sawyers playing games. And uh, I think the most important or most relevant thing to start with was would be how you got started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess we could talk about how I got started. But um, Well, because you're you, a child born in the United States of America. More when I was a child born in the last 30 years. Yeah. Because Japan, Europe, Asia, 
the whole world's playing games right mm-hmm. now. Um, and so, yeah, how did you get started? Because well, I know that you bought yeah. Ben his first system and thought, nah, he'll grow out of this, and now you oh play as much gosh. as we do. So. Yeah. Well, we plopped him down in front of the first, whichever it was. Um, it wasn't Atari, I don't remember which game system he had, but we just thought, Christmas Day, we'll just let him play as much as he wants to, and he'll get it out of his system. <laughs> That never happened. <laughs> 30 years later, yeah. they're still trying to figure yes. out how that would That never wrong. happened. But, okay, so really and truly my serious gaming um, um, began when Ben was spending a short time, had to come back home for a short period, kind of get back on his feet and yeah. just kind of helping us with the great yeah. grands and all that. When was that? That was in, I think he moved back from California in 2011. And he kind of came and went and came and went. But anyway, when he was with us, um, I would hang out with him. It was kind of a refuge for me to go upstairs and hang out with Ben because I was like full-time caregiving yeah, for, for your my parents. parents. For your parents yeah. So I'd go upstairs and hang out for a little while. And Ben would go, I'd say, what you doing, Ben? And he'd say, oh, I'm playing this or I'm playing that. One day he said, hey, Mom, I got a game that I think you would really like. I want, want you to see this. So I came and sat down and he queued up the game and he put the controller in my hand. He said, here, play. And I went, oh. <gasps> I don't know how to do it. You'll figure it out. So well, said, um, what game was it? That happened to be Mass Effect 2. Was it the first one? I thought you started with Portal. Well, No, that, you started with Mass Effect. I think I... Yeah, I think that's what happened. But, okay. But either way, you know, that was that was a lark and Mass Effect was yeah. a passion. Yeah, and I remember, <clears throat> to interject a little bit, I remember you beating Mass Effect 2 and asking Ben and myself... All right, what else can I play that's like that? And we were like, shit, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing. else like these games. All um, these years later. <laughs> yeah, so from Mass Effect 2, and we'll come back to that, yeah. um, but from Mass Effect 2, you went into the Portal games, and then you kind of had a, a Valve binge where you played Portal 1, Portal 2, and Half-Life mm-hmm. 2, Episode 1, Episode yeah. 2. But bearing in mind that all of those, except for maybe... Portal, that was with some direction, but all those games you just mentioned, I would get to a level of difficulty and I'd go, eh, (laughs) and hand the controller to Ben, like, Ben, come help me. So, you know, I didn't become, he didn't just set me free for a long time, just like, no, figure it out. Just figure it out. Yeah, it was a little hand-holdy. Yeah. I remember that Awfully, yeah. Because I I spent the, the summer of 2012... In St. Louis, um, I was in college, and it was after my sophomore year when I decided to stop playing baseball and start leaning into journalism, which is what I do now. Um, I think Ben made a deal with you and Dad, Dad, that I could stay there that summer if I worked his schedule, mm-hmm. um, and I wouldn't have to like pay rent or anything like that. So I came down and spent the whole summer writing game journalism and comics and, and it was all that an good exciting stuff. time. And uh, I remember. One of my fondest memories is of me on the way up the stairs and you screaming, "Die, midget, die!" Because you were playing Borderlands and you were shooting the little, the little, the the midget. Um, what were they called? The the berserkers or whatever. I don't even um, remember. And I know you didn't play Borderlands for very long, no. but just in the last since starting with Mass Effect, what kind of things have you played? So everybody else knows. I know because I cataloged the list. Do you want me to? I can't do it by memory. Do you want me to read the list? Sure. Or people, yeah, would people be bored to tears if I? Did oh that? no! I think this is going to be very interesting to people. How much you've played? <clears throat> okay. Him. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay. Here. Here. Every Halo. Every Mass Effect. A few Assassin Creeds. 
Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Episodes 1 and 2, Both Portals, Both Mirror's Edges, Quantum Break, Ori in the Blind Forest, Deus Ex, Destiny, plus the expansions including DLC. Destiny 2 now. Yeah, now Destiny 2. Um, Journey, Flower, Pixel Junk, Flow, Tomb Raider, Definition, uh, Definitive, uh, whoa, Definitive definitive Edition, edition, and and Rise of, um, Shadow of Colossus, Ico, Papo and Yo, Dishonored 1 and 2, Bioshock Infinite, Slender Man, slightly, Braid, Fez. That's the the outlier, Slender Man. That's such a weird thing to have (laughs) in that list. Thomas Was Alone. Very good. Limbo. I'm still playing Thomas Was Alone. Limbo, Unravel 1 and 2, PUBG, Florence, Horizon Zero Dawn, Stranger Than Fiction, Edith Finch, Layers of Fear. Wait, Stranger Than... Nope. Stranger Things. Nope. Not Stranger Things. Life is Strange. Life Life is Strange. strange. Okay. okay. (laughs) Oh, that's what that is. Okay. I didn't even know what that was. Okay. Life is Strange. Um, Edith Finch, Layers of Fear, Dear Esther... Abzu, Walking Dead Seasons 1 and 2, Numa, Unravel, Life is Strange. Oh, I just read, I just read that one. There you mm-hmm. go. That's where it is right mm-hmm. there. Uh, Inside, Last Guardian, yay. Anthem, uh, The Trial, I'm still on The Trial. Uh, Red Dead, didn't get too far, and Sea of Thieves, hundreds of hours. So all of those... Uh, you, you think you've played hundreds of hours of Sea of Thieves? Yeah, I've got commendations. I've got rare commendations. Just miles. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. mileage. Um, yeah. Just the commendations. You nautical miles. <laughs> nautical miles, yeah. I've literally just sailed around forever. Yes. Uh, but um, all of those... Did you say Warframe? Did you... No. Because that's new. Since you, I made yeah, the list. Yeah, you've been playing a bunch, of, a bunch of Warframe recently, too. Bunch of Warframe. Um, so and, what... and, um... Uh, um... Uh, Andromeda. I don't think it was in there. Oh, yeah. And well, Andromeda. Every, you said all every Mass Effect. So I, yeah. I'm going to hope that people listening yeah. would, would, would yeah. assume that's what that meant. And so, not all of those did I complete. Um, many of them I did. Um, things like Pixel pixel Junk and Flow, you don't ever beat them. You just play. Right. Yeah. yeah. Those games are kind of outside the purview yeah. of the, you know, I finished I finished. This. Right. And Sorry, I had my hand in front of my face and the microphone was like, where'd you go? The, um, yeah, so some of those are, you know, just participatory. And like um, uh, Thomas was alone. I haven't beat it. I haven't beat Limbo, yeah. but it's one of those things that you can go back to anytime. Yeah, play. yeah, absolutely. And thoroughly that's, enjoy. That's why that game. Was anyway, I amazing. hope that wasn't too boring. Me reading my list, but no, there's a lot to talk about there. And <laughs> yes. so there's to, some depth to that. Yeah, there's a lot of depth. So mm-hmm. to give some context, to everybody, Procedural Generations is going to be uh, a season-based show. That was your suggestion, and I like it a lot. Um, and so what we wanted to do is go through stuff that we've played. Um, either together or like things that we've both completed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first season that we're starting now, um, that we'll start diving into after this introduction uh, portion, is going to be Bioware games, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to focus, and the reason I said we'd come back to Mass Effect 2 is because we're going to focus on That's right. the this Mass Effect the trilogy first, yeah. uh, and then we're going to do Andromeda, and then after that we're going to talk about Anthem. Um we have plans for season two. I don't want to spoil it right. yet, but we have plans for season two. Um, I'm going to spoil it. Season two is going to be Bungie games. Right. Because we've played go. all the Halos, um, and we've played a lot of Destiny. Mm-hmm. A lot of Destiny together, too. And right. so um, that's the first two seasons we're going to do. Um, each season's probably going to be, what, four, five, six episodes? Um, yep. Yeah. We shall see. Mm-hmm. So to get back to the intro stuff. Oh, and, and before <clears throat> we get any further. Uh-oh. 
Um, I'm 66. Oh, yes. <laughs> In we're case you're thinking lying. like I'm, I mean, yeah. Yeah, we're not lying about yeah. generations, but you're also, we're also a very young family. Yeah. So. I was a young grandma. You were my first grandson and I was 38. So. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. And I was, I always called you my fourth child. Your mother hates it when I say that, but. Because I was only 38 when you were born, and I cared yeah. for you part of the time. So Yeah, yeah, a good yeah, portion like my of fourth. the time. Um, sorry, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she doesn't listen to my podcast. Um, sorry, Mom, if you are. <laughs> sorry, Mom. Um, so, yeah, okay. I just yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. to get that out. So, yeah, we're a young family. Um, you are 66. Mm-hmm. Ben is 38. That sounds about right. Yes. He turns 39 this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's born in 85. No, no, don't do that. Was he that. born in 80? 80? He was born in 80. 80 he turns 80. 39 this yes. year. <laughs> Ouch. I turned 28 this year. So if that's any yes, indication yes. of the, the young... The intergenerationalness yes. of our family. Ben, your youngest, is only 10 years older than me. Right. Um, and so Ben very much is like a big brother, but still there's mm-hmm. that generational gap mm-hmm. because he's your son, yep. not my mom's uh, son. Um so yeah, we, we talked about a lot of the stuff that you played. I'm sorry that Click Click was a snap bracelet because I'm a child and I'm easily distracted. Um, <laughs> well, also, I want to I wanna kind of preempt everybody and say that I podcast a lot and you don't. Mm-hmm. So this is new for us in that it's new for you. Yes. Um, but I'm super excited. Well, I'm too, because this is something that we share and... Honestly, that's why I started playing video games in the first place. Because it was something that I would have in common with my boys. Yeah. And didn't know that it was going to take hold. Yeah. But it gave me something, you know, legitimately to talk about on their level, on your level. Yeah. And then it became our uh, shared experience. So. And that's really the idea behind the uh, title, right, of mm-hmm. Procedural Generations. Is that, like, for those of you who don't know, Procedural generation in gaming terms is when a game puts together an algorithm full of parts and says create something out of those parts so like no man's sky you played a little bit of no man's sky right Mm -hmm. uh every planet on that game is procedurally generated essentially they create a bunch of earth types water types atmosphere types animal types uh plant types and then they plug them into an algorithm and the algorithm creates things as it goes and so we're kind of playing with that because this isn't going to be procedurally generated. We're not going to just come up with stuff as we go. But at the same time... We're creatives. Con- a lot of conversation is, too. Yeah. yeah. And we're creatives. And I'm, a lot- a, I'm a painter, artist, uh, sculptor, ceramic mm-hmm. artist, and you're a writer and... Musician. Musician and content creator and... <laughs> Jack of all trades. Yes, yes. Master of some. I'm not the <laughs> guy that says master of none because that's Nobody reductive. Is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so conversation is kind of procedurally generated, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be really nerdy for a second and like try and Go justify ahead. us using the title that we have. Um, but if you think about conversation as a procedurally generated thing, we have those algorithms, right? We understand the building how to blocks. talk and mm-hmm. what things to use. And we have like subjects, verbs, adjectives, nouns. Subjects is nouns, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> so that's one part mm-hmm. of it. The mm-hmm. other part of it is the fact that generation is in the title. Um, or in the phrase itself. And so the fact that you got into games to have a way to relate to us is very much that thing we wanted to focus on with the title, Procedural Generations, mm-hmm. is that you you we're using games as a, a 
a bridge. We're building exactly. a bridge between generations yeah. by interacting with the same interactive thing. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And it, then it has become something that I genuinely love and pursue one on of my, a daily basis. One of my fondest memories of last year was hosting an E3 viewing party at my apartment. And my wife, who is, I love her to death, but who could care a little, only a little bit less about games. Yeah. Um, because she does love the Crash Bandicoot games, and she does love games like that. And Spyro, right? So she doesn't, she's not at the point where she could care less. Right. Um, but like. Just barely. She just cares a, a, just enough. Just <laughs> enough for it to be like the first thing we To get invited to the party. Exactly. Um, so she sat in, in her in her corner and, and played on the computer um, and did stuff while me, you, Ben, and um, now family by proximity tech sat and watched mm-hmm. the Xbox press conference with like, we barbecued, we had beer. I think I was tipsy before the conference started. <laughs> Um, we were all drinking, we were all eating, and we were having fun. Like that is one of my fondest memories, and I cannot wait until this year um, for E three, just so we can like a do that again. But also, I've got a podcast. Now we have a podcast. We've got several podcasts mm-hmm. that we can like do while watching. Anyway, our family's <laughs> super nerdy, um, and it's awesome. Um, yeah. We all have a lot of love for basically everything nerdy. Star Wars. We've well, been we to also every... serialized our D anD D. We did. Quest. Yes, yeah, so if year. you guys listen to Family Quest, I completely forgot about this. Yes. Uh, this is Angharad, the, the cleric uh, whose church uh, is up to no good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we actually have stuff about that coming out sometime soon. I'm in the planning of season two of that, but that's not this show, so no. we won't get too okay. distracted. All right. Um, Just to show you what kind of weirdo nerds we are. Oh, so much. <laughs> what's up everybody um i'm not used to recording ad breaks because we've never had one but we do uh and so i'm doing this from a coffee shop because i forgot to do it at home and i need to get the episode up uh this episode and in fact this season of procedural generations is brought to you by illustrious vision Are you in need of a professional graphic designer but don't want to go to an expensive agency and you don't trust your friend to execute your vision? Then hire Illustrious to create and execute your design. With over 10 years of experience, Illustrious has designed everything from flyers to logos, restaurant branding to consumer products and billboards to vehicle wraps and more. Not only do they have a professional touch, but a creative and fun approach to their graphics. If this sounds like something that you are interested in, call 314-517-1005 to get a free quote or visit www.illustriousvisions.com today. One more time, that's 314-517-1005 to get a free quote or visit www.illustriousvisions.com today. And we're going to get back to the episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about Bioware games this first season. Um, we're going to have an episode on Mass Effect 1, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, Mass Effect Andromeda, and then Anthem. And then, so that's four episodes for Mass Effect, one for Anthem in this intro. So season one will be six episodes, and then we'll go from there. Um, but I want to go back a little bit, because you listed your, your games, and I meant to ask you a question, and it's now left my brain. Uh-oh. But that's okay. I'll figure it out. Um, 
come back to you. So in playing all these games, okay, that's what it was. Okay. It's it didn't start easy. Oh no. And that's I, I mean I don't think anybody would have expected it to start easy, but well, okay. So you, you experienced a little bit more difficulty because it oh, was yeah. a a new skill set completely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and B, you had to learn how to do something on your own with people like me and Ben who tried so hard to just jump in and do hard stuff for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, Took a long time for you guys to let me have the reins. Yeah, and on top of that, Ben's not a very good teacher. Um, sorry, Ben. Oh, he's much uh, better. And then he wasn't. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, he's now, much better. Now he's far, far better. And like I think Sea of Thieves and Warframe have kind mm-hmm. of helped him for that. And he's also an actual teacher at Webster University. Yeah. So there's that. But when we were playing Mass Effect, I came home from college one day. Came home. I came to St. Louis uh, on a break in college and. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Mass Effect 2, and we'll, again, we'll talk about this again when we get to it, but you could upgrade your weapons. And I came to you near the end part of Mass Effect 2, and you were still using, like, all level 1 weapons, because Ben just decided that was too much for you. Um, so talk and he went, oh, wait? <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll I, was like, that. I was like, you're shooting a gun that okay. could be... Wh-, and you had all the crafting materials, all okay. that stuff. Okay, I think so, it was a curiosity in the beginning. I remember it was you and Ben, and it seems like there was somebody else with us one night. We're sitting up in Ben's room, drinking mead. Okay. So, yeah, we were recording a podcast, too. Um, that was one of the first episodes of one that. of the Nerdy Bits podcasts. All I remember is... You putting the controller in my hands and videotaping me being an idiot. You know, walking <laughs> into walls and like, I don't know how to do it. And just being a real spaz and, you know, posting it on YouTube. And just, you know, like, haha, this is this is a grandma playing video games. This is hilarious. And I think it, in the beginning it was a curiosity to me and certainly to you all. And I just... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just, you know, at some point... <laughs> Stop. I forgot I had done that. That's such a mean thing to do. Here, hold this so I can record you because yes, I think it's funny how yes, bad you are. Yes, and watch me making faces That's and so cruel. stuff I'm like sorry. that. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> At some point, um, and I will give all the credit to Mass Effect, some point the story, why is it beeping? beeping? Oh, I don't think that's hearable on okay. the recording, but okay. my computer is sending okay. notifications. Sending notices, yeah. I'm going to try and... Figure that out. Keep talking. Okay, so anyway, yeah, at some point, the story was um, so engrossing that my lack of skills um, caused me to um, persist in, with the story, increasing my skills so that I could advance the story, you know, one fed into the other, till I could, um, you know, advance along with the game. And, sure. and, um, and And it grabbed hold, and it changed me. Yeah. Changed me a lot, so um, I give all the credit to Mass Effect for that. If it if it had been just the other games, I don't know if I ever would have persisted and called myself a gamer at this point in my life. Sure, and which, and which is kind of funny because people do like to introduce me as like, "Hey, she smokes, she smokes cigars, and she plays video games." She's like, "Har har har," she's a curiosity. But I'm super guilty of that. <laughs> like I, I literally, strange. I literally have described you in those exact terms. <laughs> And I feel like you're calling me out a little bit right well, now. <laughs> it's okay. No, because yeah, I know she, I'm outside the mainstream of. Well, I hop of, on. I hop on. Uh, <laughs> I hop on <laughs> Facebook when I'm talking to people, and I'm like, "Look, this is her uh, 
self-portrait of herself. Smoking a pipe. Captain or... Shepherd. As oh, my, Shepherd. Oh, my Shepherd portrait. Um, here's also her Facebook post about how her favorite thing to do on a nice day is to pack a bowl. <laughs> and she doesn't mean marijuana. She means a pipe because she smokes pipe. Sitting outside, um, smoke pipe. <laughs> when you came to the Christmas party at the game studio I worked at this last Christmas, um, I went out and spent a lot of money on cigars, mm-hmm. specifically because I knew you'd want to smoke a cigar. So... Basically, you're the coolest person I know. Well, thank you. <laughs> I haven't met anybody cooler yet. I'm not saying that there aren't. That's a mean thing to say, too. Aww. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. See, I know. But I know. I mean, I no longer want to be a curiosity, but I certainly don't mind defying the norms. Right. I certainly don't mind. I want to push back on aging and defying norms of femininity and aging and... Whatever else. Yeah. I don't wear a flowery apron, although I love to bake. I, uh, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> right? I mean, no, yeah. I just want to be me. No, it's one of those things where <laughs> I think this is a good place to like talk about that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, and one of the episodes sure that we want to do on Bounty Board, the other podcast I do weekly, is um, what defines gamer. And so for a long mm-hmm. time, oh, people question. assumed that that was, and even if you watch like, a couple of years ago, Colin Cowherd, a guy, a personality on ESPN, when ESPN hosted Heroes of the Storm for a college tournament and called it Heroes of the Dorm, he got on the show the next day and was like, if I ever have to cover anything like that, I'm going to quit. It's a bunch of basement-dwelling, sweaty boys who don't... And it was like... Yes, that is the, the people's false stereotypical Yeah, and it was like... It was, it was really <laughs> aggravating because that's not the truth. Like, mm-hmm. fifth, like... Half, fully half of gamers are women. Mm-hmm. And fully half, no, the majority of gamers are like in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Because they started when the Nintendo got big in the 80s. Right, right. And right. so um, this is going to, I think this podcast is going to work on a lot of different levels of not just like showing this cool uh, bridge that we've built with this uh, interactive medium, but also like Kind of dispelling the fact that, like, I'm an enterprising individual who lives on my own. You right. are a 66-year-old <laughs> grandmother. And, like, we both play the same games a lot. Mm-hmm. And we want to talk about them. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's cool. Um, so Mass Effect was the thing that kept you around. You played Mass Effect and it was like, oh, I could actually do this. Um, do you remember when it was that you realized you could do it on your own? Because, for context, I remember you beating Mass Effect 2... Moving on to other stuff. And then before Mass Effect 3 came out, you went back and played Mass Effect 1. Mm-hmm. And so I then do 2 one, two, again. Mm-hmm. And then you played 3. Right. And I think that was probably the period of time where you were like, I need to do these for me, not because... I think you just answered it. I think that was probably because <laughs> there was nobody to lead me through that. So well, I Was Ben still I don't, there at the time? I don't know if he had moved out or not. Because he wasn't there that long. It seems pretty... Uh... It was like 2010 to 2000. Yeah, maybe it was well, a year and a half total, but I do remember he kind of moved in, then he went to California, then he moved back again. So I'm not quite sure on the dates. Yeah. Maybe we can clarify that later. So he moved, I know he was living there when I went to college in 2010, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Amanda and I came down right. and watched The Social Network in 2010, which is now my favorite movie, mm-hmm. completely other subject. <laughs> uh, and he was living there, and okay. then he left for California when I was in college. So Ben is the person that should be in the room, but isn't. Okay, just sure. so you know. Yeah. And, and hopefully we'll be able to bring him in, especially, cool? for the, especially for the Halo ones. Yeah. Because 
Halo is what I think got me started. And I that's we'll get to that then. Yes. And I guess I can introduce myself when we're done talking about how you got started. But yeah. Um, but I'm not really certain because even when we played Halo, it was Ben and me playing together. We were doing it. Yeah. Uh, we're doing it co-op. Well, so co-op. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So uh, I can't really say I played that one by myself. But when I went back and did um, Mass Effect One and Two again, I'm pretty sure I did it all by my onesies. And um, that's when I put my big girl pants on. I think. As a gamer. Yeah. I really do. Nice. After you showed me how to level up my weapons. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so, um, real quick to wrap up, I guess, your version of introduction. Mm-hmm. What, um, your portion, not your version, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, what was I going to say? I'm so mum, mumble mouth, mush, Mush-mouthed. Mush-mouthed. Marble-mouthed. Thank God for editing. Bumble-brain. Oh, no, I'll keep this in because it's fun to listen to people uh, flounder. It's an intake-outtake. Yeah. Sure. We're not even going to take it out. It's going to be an in. Oh, my God. I just got that. Oh, it's an intake, not an outtake. Ah, that's so dumb. Oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, what since starting? Okay. Right. In, uh-huh. I guess, 2011. Yeah, somewhere in there. Ish. For real. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, like, if you had to pick, like, two or three fondest memories playing games, what would they be? Well, you didn't give me any warning on this. Oh, oh no, I didn't. Okay. Well, of course, the ending of Mass Effect. Sure. We just, just, just listened to um, the music and, like... I have goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah. Okay, that definitely has to be like. Okay. Let's just let me just pick that one so, to go back and regress. It would take me a few minutes, and uh, maybe I'll maybe that'll come up intrinsically um, yeah, sure. as we go along. But that has to me the music. Just one note of yeah. the of the final um, can just evoke just that piano pathos like. and yeah. emotion, and that game made me feel like the world was ending. Yeah. And that I was witnessing it. And it, I can't think of any other movie or any other book or anything else I've ever done that's as immersive as that. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, and, that game was uh, melancholic. Yes. And so, of course, being my um, the, ep- the apex that it was, not to <laughs> coin a phrase, but being the apex that it was, I've been searching for that ever since and have yet to find anything that comes close. Good mm. games, immersive games, games that I've spent more time on. Yeah. Um, advancing skills, skill sets, and, the and Forsaken, knowledge. The Forsaken DLC mm-hmm. impacted you a little bit. Yes, it did. Um, um, that has to be up there in the memories, right? right. Doing a doing a raid with uh, with all of us. Yeah. We did, um, <laughs> what do we do? Crota. Mm-hmm. Because that raid well, was okay. easy. Sec- all right, so I'll, I will remember maybe what a second most memorable moment was when the beta for Destiny 1 came out. It was yeah. the summer after college and you were living with us. And you downloaded it on your Xbox. And I went up into your room. After- I, had, I was at work and I was like, yes. go upstairs and play. Go upstairs yes, and so play. so I did. And so I didn't start till Sunday. It was a weekend. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? I was out of town for uh, Kyle's wedding. Free to play. Okay, so I went in on Sunday and played countless hours and i knew that i had to play that game so i loved destiny's probably my second most favorite how much game. time how much time did you put in destiny one do you remember oh no do you did you look it up oh yeah 
Hundreds of hours. 14 days. 14 days, yeah. <laughs> and that was just the last time I checked. Yeah. Uh, I think right before Destiny 2 came out. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Pretty pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So that would probably be my second greatest memory. Maybe my third was when you guys got me tipsy with mead and <laughs> said here to play Portal. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> we were just like, it's fine. Keep trying. Yes. Um, ha, 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 ha. Take pictures. Hey, man. It's, it's, it's whatever. That's, that's what kids do that's what, they're elders. Yeah. We just laugh at old people failing in different ways. Just, I mean, we could be laughing at you falling down the stairs. That's right. We don't do that. Well, and I trust, uh, and everybody has, has backed me up on this, that playing video games is going to keep my brain active, as long as I don't play the same game for you know the rest of my life, but learning <laughs> new games. Days into another game. <laughs> Go on to other skills, but no, I think it's it's good for my brain. Yeah, it, it helps like bind memories to different portions of the brain yeah. than, than the normal because it's. And I am getting better. You are. It is, despite the number of times you you tell me you are never going to get better. Yep. you keep getting better. I am better. I'm, I'll never be good at that game because I'm just not going to get better at it. Well, well that's stop, a that's a subject for that's a subject for another day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll have our our Apex and battle and uh, PUBG episodes yes. eventually. Yes. Um, did you say PUBG in your list? You did because mm-hmm. it's in there mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, we did put that um, in there. Boy, there's some memories of you playing PUBG. We got to have Ben here for that. Yes, we do. Well, and I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. Talking about how evocative games are, when I put tur- turn on my headset. And it goes power on, headset connected, and has you, one. You bought that headset for PUBG. For PUBG. Yeah. So it went every time you, every time you turn it so on. Every time I turn it on since then, and it's she. What does she say? She says power on, headset connected, and something else. Every time she says that, my stomach goes clinch <laughs> <laughs> because I know I'm getting ready to to drop into the landscape and, yeah. and sneak around. Oh, that's a whole other subject. Dropping at Pochinky. I've never had. Anything impact my body oh, physically neither, the way that game does. Neither have I. Like there's there's times in TV or times in movies or times in games uh, that I get tense and like it still doesn't come anything close to the end of a battle royale match. Oh, where you're my just like, God. boom, boom. My heart you watch is just people thumping in my oh. chest. It's like, can this be good for me? I, <laughs> I, so I wear an Apple Watch that keeps track of my heart rate, and I had once after winning a game had the presence of mind to look. At my heart rate, and my resting rate's like eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like one forty. It was one thirty, and I felt like I was gonna have a I explosion. Pass out. Yeah, it just completely took over my this brain. Is the way, well, hey, what a way to go! Hey, you know, hey man, I gotta go sometime. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to stop, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to give a little bit of background on me because I've actually oh, never sure. done this. Um, I've been doing a podcast for. Years, years um, yeah. one consistently now since June of last year, and I haven't really given any credence to where I started. Personal um, testimony. Yeah, it's my own personal testimony. Um, I started playing years ago. I was probably six or seven, 90, 96, 97. Um, 1996, 97. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in 91, so um, the good Nintendos were out or coming out soon. <laughs> um, I don't mean to say that like there's no more good Nintendos. No, but, no. Um, the that ones the that are the days. best systems ever. That was the um, good old days. But I remember my first system was the Sega Genesis, um, and I played Sonic. And I remember specifically asking Ben for the cheats to Sonic the Hedgehog 2, I think. 
And him saying, here they are, beat the game before you use them. And I was like, okay. And then I absolutely went home and used them. Um, <laughs> I had the, uh, hmm. the the Sonic that had like a cartridge opening in the top so you could stick Knuckles in it and play all the Sonic levels as Knuckles, which was awesome. Um, from there, my next system was a PlayStation 1. So I skipped like the Nintendo 64, um, the... But you're always hanging out with Ben, so you got to play with him. Right, yeah. So I played a lot of, like, Star Fox and Legend of Zelda and uh, Mario, Super Mario 3D, or Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was never really a Nintendo kid. Didn't really get into, into games for a while. I played a lot of Final Fantasy on my PlayStation. That was something I was really big on. And I had a PS2. Um, and earlier I said that uh, Halo was, like, foundational to me. And I don't know why... The other games I played before Halo 1 came out don't really stand out as much. But I remember Ben was working at Game Crazy at the time when Halo 1 came out. And he had an Xbox. And I remember him bringing home Halo before it had come out. Because Game Crazy got stock before they came out. Which is probably something you're not supposed to do. But that's okay. Game Crazy doesn't exist anymore. Um <laughs> And, and remember, now we know why. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember calling my buddy Matt and saying, like, you need to come over because we're playing Halo. And he was like, what? And then came over. And uh, I still remember Truth and Reconciliation was the mission. It was the level. And that's the second level of the first Halo game. The first level is great. But Truth and Reconciliation, you're playing with this, like, marooned group of Marines on a Halo ring. And you're playing at night and you're, like, sniping enemies and going around in stealth and something about that that moment was like i i this is gonna be important Mm -hmm. um to to quantify my my nerdiness for (laughs) halo since then we're looking around the room i own every piece of published fiction that halo's ever made all the books graphic novels yeah all the games special editions i'm okay i said every piece i'm missing a few books i think but I think because you lent them to me. <laughs> <laughs> and you threw them away. No, you I like, never did. No, I never did. Kidding, <laughs> um, yeah, so Halo was hugely foundational and continues to be, if not easily my favorite, one the very, very close to my favorite series ever. Mm. And we love the way they were crafted with the story. It's yeah. a big story. Yeah, and playing as you know a super soldier who's uh, an outsider. Um, this is going to sound nerdy as hell but i related to that for a little bit Hmm. um of being you know an only child of a single parent for the first 10 years of my life before my mom got married um and like i was a bigger kid than everybody else and Mm -hmm. master chief was a giant soldier and people Mm -hmm. looked at him weird and people looked at me weird i was like the only kid with brown skin in the neighborhood for years um and so like i kind of related to this guy who like didn't really have many friends and was kind of looked at weird when he walked into a room. Wow, um, I didn't didn't know that, but it does make sense. Yeah, and so like Chief was my my guy for a long mm-hmm. time, and then <laughs> uh, yeah. So just as the Halo series has progressed, I've related to him like more and more and more, uh, even to the point where in Halo Four, um, spoiler alert, we'll talk about this later next season. But um, when when Cortana sacrifices herself to save Chief. And he's, like, sad. Mm-hmm. There's that moment on the bridge of the Infinity when Lasky walks up to him. And he's like, sorry about your loss. And he's like, it, it's war or something like that. And he's like, you're a person, not a machine. And, like, 
Chief like <laughs> shudders mm-hmm. because Cortana used to say that to him to remind him he's not a robot. Uh, and I was going through like something dark at that time, and I put myself in a in a mindset of like if I just don't think about anything, don't have emotion. And he was like, "You're not a machine," and I was like, "Stop it!" So, yeah, games <coughs> games have a lot of relevance Excuse to me. us. Um, do. And we'll get into that even more mm-hmm. as we go on, talk about Florence and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, right I up guess until present day. Yeah, it just keeps on, keeps on keeping on. There are parallels in our lives. And as things progress in our lives and, and we remember what we were doing, like we remember when you lived with us, well, because the grandparents were living or Ben moved in to help. You know, those things are parallels, and yet we have ascribed these games mm-hmm. um, to those time slots. So it's almost like telling time by games, telling time oh, by... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> like Battlefield 3 is tied to that summer in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and like the Close Quarters DLC, and like those maps. Like, I remember specifically playing those sitting next to uh, uh, Ben. What did I have tech play for you? As it's your exit song at your wedding. <laughs> the theme to Skyrim. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I was, <laughs> yeah, the, the pastor pronounced us husband and wife, and I yes. was like, wait a minute, what is this? <laughs> guy yells, Fusro da, and the music starts. It's like, oh my God, this is amazing. There's only five people there that knew what that was. Yeah, everybody else is like, this is weirdly epic and strange, but everybody else, <laughs> never... la, la, la. <laughs> That's yeah. the way we do it. Yeah, yeah the, gamers, the, way we the gamers in the crowd were ecstatic. <laughs> Everybody else was like, they're freaking weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, so that's that's who we are. And that's what this podcast is going to be. And we're going to talk about Mass Effect for the next cool few episodes. stuff. And then we're going to dive into Anthem. Right. Okay. So, Let's do it. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks, and, guys. And hello. And I hope you like hanging out. Hope you like what you hear. It's going to be dope. Bye. Goodbye now.